do you want to start with introducing yourself, doing your pronouns and... Sure. Yeah. And then do y'all just want me to share or are there questions that you'll prompt me? Well, why don't you start with sharing? Because we want to hear what you want to tell us. And if there's something yes. that we are dying to ask afterwards and we still have time, we'll ask that then. Awesome. Yeah. Our platform is your platform. Thank you. I appreciate y'all this morning. So my name is Ash Williams. I use he and they pronouns. I'm someone who lived in Charlotte from 2011 until around 20. 17. After that, I took some jobs in some other places. And this work is, of course, like calling me back home. I'm one of the folks who's an architect of Charlotte Uprising. And we're a group who came together to protest the killing of Keith Lamont Scott in 2016. We consisted and still consist of organizers who are already always organizing around police violence and gender justice in Charlotte. And in 2016, we just kind of came under that name and frame to give a different context to what the moment was about. You could say that we've returned to that banner or frame, if you will, to provide the city with the support that we're doing today. Although I think it looks very different from how it looked in 2016. We have been protesting in the streets and offering jail support since Friday. I think that's when the first protest in Charlotte popped off getting anyone who called our jail support number out of jail. I think that y'all have the number to that and you can share it with folks. So we encourage folks who get locked up for protesting to call that number. And also um, we wanted to let folks know that when we get bail support money, uh, we don't only use that money to bail out protesters, but other folks who otherwise will be sitting inside because they don't have enough money to get bailed out. We're an abolitionist organization, and for us, that means that no one deserves to be in a cage for any reason, especially not during, like, a COVID-19. Fantastic. Yeah, like, especially not. <laughs> So we've been working really hard to get people out as fast as possible, but also raise that money. And we're really happy about um, the contributions that we've raised so far. That money has not only allowed us to bail people out and quickly, but get them legal support if they need it, get them a ride home after they're being released, get them some uh, stuff like supplies around like medical stuff, but also like food and snacks and water. As they're being released, our jail support program looks like having folks at the jail kind of stationed 24 hours a day after those first arrests were made. And our idea is that the action isn't over until everybody goes home. And so for us, that means we will have folks stationed at the jail until all of the people who said that they were protesters are out. And we can definitively say that in 2016, kind of over the course of weeks, we bailed out 150 people. And something that I want your listeners to know is that right Right now, we're actually seeing CMPD kind of increase those violent tactics early on, which they did that in 2016. But in the last few years, they've gotten more money for new toys and equipment. And we know and we've seen and we have reason to believe that they are using those materials on us as we've been protesting like since 2016. Yeah. Folks who are at jail support are essentially dueling the people who are being released. As y'all can imagine, they want someone to talk to. They want to call their mom. They want a cigarette or something else. And we try to give them the things that they're asking for in that moment. Again, those funds that were donated also allow us to get people home, like through rideshare. Also, mm -hmm. folks aren't always down to like want to take a ride share with a random person and so sure. the volunteers will take someone <laughs> during COVID-19 <laughs> yeah it's it's so wild and so we have considered the impact of COVID-19 and I want to offer this to anyone who's kind of considering coming out but maybe COVID is keeping them inside 
COVID uh, hasn't stopped the police from killing black people in our communities. And so it's mm-hmm. not going to keep us from getting people out of jail or making our voices heard. And because we have a history of protesting, we do believe that we can like keep each other and ourselves safe. Like we are not interested in like spreading the virus or putting immunocompromised people, for example, in hard situations. And I'm someone who's immunocompromised myself. So I really want to allow for different ways for folks to plug in. Jail support's really amazing and something that we need folks to do. Um, but we also have opportunities for folks to help us out digitally, virtually to support our jail support program by essentially going into the sheriff's website and kind of cross-referencing the names that we have from callers to like who's actually inside and what their status is for being released. That's something that folks can do, like folks across the state and Mm -hmm. outside of the state have called us to like get trained on how to do that. And I'm really happy that, you know, we've been able to spread out what we can do because people are moving up in that way. How would they reach you to get that training if they wanted to plug in that way? Let us know with a message on Twitter, but also coming to the jail support is a great way to connect with people that can plug you in in the moment. The Twitter is at CLT, like Charlotte Uprising. Okay. Oh, and real quick for everybody listening, we're going to post every single link and plug in and everything else we mentioned. And a little bit of, of my own background for this, Ash was actually a classmate of mine during my applied ethics masters. So if you listen to this program and you think, wow, this person is worth listening to because they know what they're talking about, Ash knows just as much as I know about ethics. And they are very- I really appreciate lit- you saying that, Michael. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I learned I learned so much from Ash, actually. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, no, thanks, y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. There are, so there's some upcoming things that I want to let folks know about, right? In 2016, we did this, like, during the protests, we were like, okay, pause. We need to have a way for people to kind of get all the information at once that they might be getting, like, at the jail support training or at the medic training, kind of put everything in one place. So we're going to be um, giving folks kind of 30-minute sessions on direct action, jail support, a history and context of resistance against police violence in Charlotte. And we're going to share some information about how you can keep yourself and each other safe during the protest. We tend to do like 30-minute slots with 20 folks, and the large groups of people rotate from organizer to organizer. We're also having a medic training on Saturday. This is a two-hour training. So at People's University, folks are going to get that quick 20 to 30-minute kind of, this is how you can keep each other safe in the streets. But we realized since Friday that like street medics in Charlotte is something that we're actually lacking. And also like not just street medics, but folks who are trained. And so we've paid um, someone who is an organizer in Durham, North Carolina, another prison abolitionist, a black trans person, also an anti-war veteran who trains and works with the group About Face. They will be coming in to do our medic training for two hours with up to 20 people. And so is there a way that your listeners could reach out to you all to get in touch with me about the medic training? Yeah, that's absolutely doable. Um, Everyone already knows how to reach us through Facebook, uh, emails, the variety of different ways that you've all always reached us. So please go ahead and send those comments, SoundCloud, whatever platform you're on. If you reach out to us, we will relay you. Thank you so much. We've got 20 slots for that. And again, we're wanting, you know, more trusted kind of dedicated folks to show up. I mentioned earlier that we're trying to do a lot of things differently from 2016, right? One of those things is like being more aware 
are, right, of people with different abilities and access needs. And so if there is something that you're finding about our processes or what we have posted online that's not accessible to you, we appreciate that kind of feedback and we want to know how we can reach you better. I know that these folks are going to share out the bail fund information with y'all. I really want to, you know, just put in a big plug here and say thank you, thank you, thank you for donating. I also want to remind folks that we are a grassroots-led organization. We are a group of mostly Black and Brown trans and queer folks who are young, underhoused, underemployed, mm-hmm. are some of us. We're doing all of this off the strength of our own two nipples. We, in 2016, that was different because we had a fiscal sponsor. And someone kind of came in and asked us if we needed help for... Mm. Um, where people could donate very fast. While we said yes, and we were excited about this, weeks into our relationship, that group was really upset about how we believed that we should get everybody out with the money that we had. Um, Mm -hmm. The group was also upset that we were doing things like the trans women, for example, in our group, they were all doing Charlotte Uprising in 2016 from out of like living in hotel rooms or living in their cars. And so Mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm proud to say that we did was house those people so that they could do that work. We're in a better position of housing and employment four years later, thank goodness, of course. And what our work does is it enables not only those folks to get out of jail, but it allows for the people who would otherwise go unpaid to be paid Mm -hmm. and to be subsidized. We're doing this again without any 501c3 status the fiscal sponsor that we used last time, they told us that this would never be possible, that we wouldn't be able to get people out of jail like fast enough. And we're seeing that we are exceeding our own expectations after we kind of left the nonprofit industrial complex behind. And so um, I'm really proud of Charlotte. I'm really proud to be someone who's lived there and who's been one of those people in the streets. And I encourage you to come out if you haven't done so yet to see for yourself. If you have questions about how things are being used or who's doing what, I encourage you to to come out um, and to offer that feedback to us. And I also want to say thank you to y'all for allowing me and us to use this as a platform to get our message out there. Absolutely. It's our privilege, like literally and figuratively, it is absolutely our privilege to have you on here and to to give you this platform. Thank you. I've got one more announcement. It's really critical. Monday, our shitty city council will be adopting a budget. This budget gives over $290 million to police. So it's a separate $700 million budget. A whole lot of it goes to the police. I'm going to send y'all the graphic that we've been putting out, but you may, you might have seen it. We are having a speak out to make our voices heard about why we think the police should be defunded. So not only are we getting folks out of jail and trying to inform people about why it's important to build alternatives to policing in prisons, but we're also wanting to say like, hey, pause everybody. They're actually about to vote on this. And so maybe we have an opportunity to like make sure the police get a lot less money on Monday or something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we're inviting people to just come out and make their voices heard. The budget meeting is happening virtually, although we will be in person outside at the Charlotte Government Center. Again, we'll be able to social distance. We'll have our masks out there, but we will have this um, event live streamed so that folks can participate from home. Yeah, and I've been doing a lot of reading about how to change politicians' opinions recently. I would say also, yeah. if you're trying to do something at home, email the council members with a personal yes. letter. So not yes. like not one of those form letters, but say, like, it's important to me that we stop arming our police with military-grade weapons, that we take some of the budget from that and put it into lower-violence trainings, non-violence trainings, and to community centers, because those things are more effective for de-escalating violence statistically than are giving the police more weapons. 
Mm, that's right, Michael. Can I circle back to something earlier? I just wanted to say when I first started trying to connect with people around this issue, you know, I even seen some notes on Charlotte Uprising about it where you didn't really defend yourselves about the allegations of using money from the bail fund to do like skimming, basically. And yeah. so what's interesting is here you've actually explained how you use that money in ways that are not bailing out people expressly from this particular protest. Uh-huh. And to me, that just makes me feel a lot better about donating. All the things that you yeah. said that you're doing with the money are the things that need to be done with the money if you're really a holistic organization. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad that you pointed that out because one of the things that we've been processing as a group is like, whoa, we let these white people in Durham, essentially, these cis white people in Durham, we let them make us think that like that this wasn't possible, that people like wouldn't trust us enough to like show up. So the folks in Durham were telling us like all the kind of things that we have, like one link that people can just plug their card number into and it's super easy and very kind of clean and things like that. They told us that that was the only way to organize and that was the only way to make a really big impact. And something that we've been processing with them telling us that message in 2016, we also allowed that to make us less unapologetic about like, no, we we are like getting people housing with this money. And we think that's part of like abolition and building alternatives because we know how the state fails us. Wow, we let those people make us be unapologetic about that. Like something yeah. that we know is important. And it's um, part of this the movement. Time, we're not how, doing that. How can you have people doing this very important work if you're not supporting those people? Right. Like the idea that everybody should be able to float magically in a capitalist society that will leave you to starve in the streets while doing the work of getting people to stop murdering you is insane. Like that's impossible. It's yeah. not, it's designed to stop you from doing that work really. It's right. designed to say, go get legitimate, spend a bunch of time off of the street, don't do this work while you have the energy and, and the people and the momentum and come back later and I'm sure we can fix it. And you can't, you can't fix it right. that way. Yeah, I think ultimately the for those folks that have a lot to say about where we're spending our money, our message for you is please come to the jail and ask the people like who's getting them out. Like if you have yeah. any questions, please come and see. Don't even take our words for it. Be out there. We encourage you. By the, the way, in the really big video that we're promoting right now, and we'll put the link in this, uh, where it shows the Charlotte police corralling, capturing, and then just gassing crowds of peaceful protesters. The person that runs up to the guy at the end of the video to wash his eyes out, that is Ash. <sighs> So this is not a person sitting in an office not doing the right. work. Yeah, so it is good to give. Is what we're give, trying to give, say. give. Yeah. Yes, please give. I have already given. Guys, give. Thank you. Thank you all. I actually need to stop here and do some more work this morning to get more volunteers out to the jail. But I wanted to say thank you all again from all of us at Charlotte Uprising. And just, yeah, keep supporting us, please. There are protests at night and they tend to happen uptown and after dark and that's all we can say okay all right that's great thank right. you so much for your time ash thanks y'all appreciate it thanks bye